Till I'm tiptoed you. Dot com. The podcast about pop culture, black history, and spirituality. Yeah. It's about to be a great vibe. Dr. Tip. Gonna take it away. Till I'm tiptoed you. Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Em Tip Told You. Oh my goodness, can we talk about Teddy Riley today, (laughs) y'all? Can we talk about Teddy Riley? I also want to talk about um, what it means to have ownership over one's body and how privilege makes you think that only you should have that. And I also want to follow up um, on the seven-day free life coaching I did this past week. I wanted to add some information to that um, about resignation. So I want to give that to everybody today and then we'll talk about some things I've got coming up soon. So let's go ahead and get started, right? First, let me apologize if the audio sounds a little different. My mouse died on my Mac and you know, one monkey don't stop the show. So I'm recording on my phone. Hopefully the sound is okay. Can we talk about that Teddy Riley, um, baby face, <laughs> um, versus listen, I actually missed it. I actually missed it. But a couple of things, a couple of things. One is, can we talk about black joy and black creativity? You guys are geniuses. Black Twitter and black social media gave me my life the last couple of days. You you all can find joy in anything. And I love it. I love it. We are so creative and funny. Like our spirits are just beautiful. And I think sometimes we forget that. But, oh, my gosh, y'all know how to have fun, and I love it. Some of the memes that you all created, you, oh, my God. Oh, I, you know, some of us need to own some ad agencies and some PR companies, and, and we need to be working in, in somebody's, I don't know, but your wheelhouse is creation, right? Creatives. You should, oh, my gosh, you guys are so funny. But let's get to the real of it, right? So a couple of things that I think are important to think about the Teddy Riley babyface fiasco. For those of you who missed it, they were scheduled to do a versus on live, which means, you know, you kind of play the songs that you've written and produced over the years and and the audience kind of judges who wins. Right. And it's all conducted through IG live. Now, the issue was that Babyface came in to do a regular versus. So he came in with the, the headphones that go with your iPhone and he was ready to record, to play. Teddy Riley, though, had a whole production <laughs> crew set up, multiple cameras, a sound guy, a hype man. It was, it was off over the top, right? It was over the top. And because it was over the top, it didn't meet the needs Um, the technological needs and requirements of the platform. There are so many lessons in this for us. Let's just go through them right quick, right? While it is important to be excellent, don't be team too much. (laughs) Don't be team too much. Um, You have to, in business, in life, in love, in spirituality, you have to read the context well. Right. Know who your audience is, know what resources you have at your disposal, know how the platform works. And that platform may be, you know, um, academic press. The platform may be podcasting. The platform may be 
um, social media influencing, but whatever your given platform is, you should know how it works, right? That's part of excellence. Excellence um, does not mean doing more than is required from you all the time, especially if you're, if you, if what you're doing more of doesn't fit into the given context. Now, from what I understand, Teddy Riley was operating in two different contexts. All right. He was trying to do the IG live to catch the numbers. It was only almost half a million people there. Black people. Are you? Oh, my gosh. I love us so much. Anyway, it was almost half a million people there. The problem was, though, he was trying to serve two masters. And, you know, the good books say you can't do that. Right. So his context for IG would not allow what he was trying to do for another context. So Brother Teddy Riley is trying to start his own live streaming um, system, which Sister Erica was very successful with this week. But that's a whole nother conversation. Um, Look for black women for the fix. I'm just saying. Um, But because he was splitting his attention between two different things, neither one of them got full excellence. Right. The IG didn't get the excellence because of the echo that came from all the the stuff he had going on. And his live streaming platform didn't get the full experience because he had to stop to try to fix what was going on with IG. Right. There is a lesson in that for us. Not only do we not need to be team too much. We also need to make sure that we are working in a given context at a time. Like I know that multitasking has been made real hot. But the reality is when we are multitasking, we are splitting our genius and we don't need to do that. We can do one at a time. Now, what the exception is, if you can get the two flat platforms to play together, which he did not do. I guess what I'm trying to say is you got to be strategic in anything you do. And I don't know that Brother Teddy was strategic. Like some of us, there's another lesson in there for us. Some of us. Pay more attention to the bells and whistles than to the content. I'm going to say that again. Some of us pay more attention to the bells and whistles than the content. There's a social media influencer that I follow and um, she duped me a couple of times. I bought some of her trainings and and e-courses and e-books and stuff. And although they were always very pretty, it wasn't nothing there. Like there was no content, fill in the blank type. What I'm supposed to do with this type stuff? I remember I downloaded one of her freebies and it was something like 20 ways to do something, something, something. And it was literally just like, really? Like the content was horrible, but the funnel she had built up, the system she had built up, the images around these products were beautiful. And some of us do that. We have all the bells and whistles, all this beautiful fluff around nothingness. And you may be momentarily successful because people might be attracted by the bells and whistles. But when they get to the content, baby, and it's empty or there is an echo because it's so damn empty, you lose credibility and you won't get that same audience later. Right. So that's another one of my lessons from this Teddy uh, <laughs> babyface verses. Can we also talk about how babyface showed us how to be gracefully petty? <laughs> I really believe we need to be shaming people who are not taking this social distancing seriously. And he did it so beautifully. 
Here you are, troubled man, with all your technical difficulties, trying to blame my little old headphones for your for your, for your echo, and ignoring every social distancing norm we're supposed to have. I'm just going to slide that petty right on in on you and let you know that I see your foolishness. I'm not going to call you foolishness. I'm just going to tell you I'm not foolish. Right? So Babyface said, I'm, I'm over here social distancing. That was so beautiful. That was so beautiful because I think Teddy was reckless in that. Right? We have to think about if our communities are um, disproportionately affected by, by the coronavirus, it is irresponsible to have that many black folk in one location looking like y'all having fun. I'm sorry. That's just not cool. That's not cool, cool to me. You weren't even pretending to have social distance. Anyway. So I just, I, you know, I couldn't go without just touching on Brother Teddy and Brother Babyface and that fiasco of a mess. It was hilarious. The reaction to it, though. But I don't want us to miss the lesson in it either. All right. So I just wanted to, to, to point out those lessons that I got from it. If you got some different lessons, hit me up at Dr. Tip at tellemtiptoldyou.com and let's talk through it. Now, here's something else I wanted to talk about this week. Have y'all seen these people protesting about um, going back to work? Now, I want I want to say what I'm going to say, and I want to say it carefully because I do understand the economic anxiety surrounding what's going on. I get it. I get it. And some of us are privileged to be in jobs that allow us to work from home and things like that. So we're not as affected as other people who are in service industries um, and things like that. So I understand that I'm speaking from a privileged place. But let me say this. It is like y'all remember back in school when you were in a when the teacher would say, uh, we can have a pizza party on Tuesday if everybody does such and such. And then you're watching the one student who's going to F it up for everybody. That's how I feel right now. That a lot of us are making the sacrifice to stay home. Right? Because we have love. Well, even if we're not particularly vulnerable, many of us black people are because of the underlying conditions we have. Um, but let's say we're completely healthy. We shouldn't be selfish enough to, to want to be out there carrying it to whomever, right? Um, we are willing to make a sacrifice so that eventually we can go outside. But see, y'all finna mess it up for all of us because you want to be at the damn beach. Like, what is that about? The beach ain't going nowhere. You better turn on your bathtub and put a, a picture of the beach on your laptop. Zoom has a wonderful background. You can even see the waves crashing. But y'all got to be at the beach. Like there is so, I, I think white privilege and supremacy is on full display right now. Like that's one of the things that COVID has laid bare. If you read the blog I talked about, is this Oshun's mirror helping us see what society is, right? I, there is such clarity around American mediocrity. Like the American exceptionalism, I hope, is finished let us now see that our country is a bumbling mess when it comes to health care and providing for its citizens. <laughs> we are a bumbling mess. All right. But we also see the selfishness of white supremacy. 
I mean, so the Shake Shack, right, which is far from a, a small business, chain, right, it's a large chain. Now, you returned the small business loan that you got, the small business grant that you got. You returned it today, but you had to have applied for that. You returned it because of the bad publicity, but you had to have applied for it to get it. Same thing with Ruth's Chris. Most people who need the small business grant can't even afford to eat in Ruth's Chris. But they got money? Like white supremacy, excessive capitalism is on full display right now. And I hope that all of us are paying attention to who's in service to the people. Because when this is over, and I do believe it's going to be over, when it is over, let our memories be long. See, black folk tend to have very short memory. Let our memories be long. Who was in service to the people? Who made sure people were okay? And let me say this about those protesters talking about open the state. They don't really want to be out there in and about. They want you to be out there. They want the grocery store worker to still be out there. They want the beautician to be out there, the barber to be out there. They want their lives to return to normal at the expense of your own existence. Right. All that is being laid bare right now. And I hope that we are paying attention. All those people who didn't want to talk about racism and classism and sexism and all that because it wasn't polite and it didn't feel good. I hope the hell you're watching. Because this is what ignoring a problem gets you. It blows the hell up in your face. And so if there is ever a time that has made it more clear that we have got to address societal ills, issues of inequality, food insecurity, housing insecurity, all those kinds of things, uh, lack of health um, care in certain communities, lack of good produce in certain communities. Like we can't talk about um, protecting one's immune system without talking about food deserts. I hope that we are paying attention to the interconnectedness of all things. And just like I talked about on the last episode, I hope we're also paying attention to how the digital divide is so real. It is so real. Y'all, I teach at an HBCU. Most of you know that. Um, A lot of my students are first generationers. I can't tell you how some of my students are now having to work because of the economic anxiety around this issue. They're having to work in places that puts them in the front line, right? Grocery stores. Because, I, you know, I, I, I do think we should be applauding healthcare workers. They do deserve our love and respect right now and gratitude. But let's not forget the people that's only making less than $10 who are also putting their lives on the line so that we can eat. We've got to address the issues in the system because the system... All the weaknesses of the system are being made clear. So let's get to work on that. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. Um, What else do I want to talk about? Oh, so if you've been um, following me on Instagram, which you should be doing, make sure you're following me on Instagram. Tiffany D. PhD is how you find me on Instagram. Um, Then, you know. Part of, I think, what we should be doing right now is being of service to other people with our gifts and talents. And so I gave away a seven-day free coaching to anybody who turned into the IG Lives every night last week. They got um, 
free worksheets, free coaching, things like that. Part of the coaching on the last day, I mentioned resignation and I wanted to really um, touch on it here, especially in light of what I just said about the system needing to be fixed. I think resignation is one of the biggest threats to human well-being. What do I mean by resignation? You know how you just resign yourself to a fact? For example... I'm going to use my weight because it is something I've struggled with all my life. Well, not all my life. There is a particular point where, anyway, that's another story for another day. Not all my life. Around age 13, and I'll be more explicit with that later. Um, later meaning another episode. There is a part of me who has resigned to the fact that I'm just going to be Um, A big girl all my life. Resignation prevents me from doing everything I can to change that. Some of you have resigned to the fact that you're just a C student. And if you resign to that fact, you will never do what's necessary to be more than a C student. Some of you have resigned to the fact That your student loans have killed your credit, so it's impossible to have good credit. And because of that, you're not working on your credit. Some of us have resigned to the fact that we'll never be homeowners. And because of that, we're looking for a nice apartment, but we're not even thinking about what it means to own property. Some of us have resigned to the fact that we'll always be working class. And so we do what's necessary to put food on the table, but we really don't allow ourselves to dream fully. Resignation is one of the biggest threats against us. And let me say this. Resignation feels like safety. Right. It feels like protecting yourself from disappointment, from the fear of failure. And that's why it's so insidious, because it seems so safe and so comfortable. But real growth never happens in a comfort zone. You've heard me say before, think about the time that we grew the fastest. Puberty, that shit hurt like hell, (laughs) right? You're socially awkward. Your voice is cracking. You got acne all over your face. Your breasts are tender. This is happening. That is happening. It's just an uncomfortable time, but you are fundamentally changed as a result of it. And confronting resignation is uncomfortable. It's hard. It hurts. Failure is possible. But here's what I do know. Unless you face the resignation, you can't go further than that. You can never grow out of the comfort. Comfortable. Comfort isn't growth. Now, you. I'm trying not to do the whole seven days. (laughs) If you have defined success for yourself. It is even more important that you face resignation. And I'm willing to bet that it's cyclical, that you cannot define success for yourself unless you're willing to confront resignation. Now, confronting resignation is an ongoing process. It never goes away. It never goes away. You will continue to have to fight forever. 
And that scares the hell out of many of us, most of us, if not all of us. But I think the people who achieve their versions of success are the ones most willing to work beyond the comfort. So ask yourself, what have you resigned yourself to? And what are you going to do to defeat that thing? I'll ask you again. What have you resigned yourself to? And how are you going to defeat that thing? I really, really want you to think through that because I just right now we're living through new times. And there have been, you know, periods in history like influenza um, that have caused some forms of social isolation. We've lived through we meaning collectively. We've lived through the Great Depression. We've lived through Jim Crow South. We've lived through transatlantic slavery. We've lived through, you know, all of these things and. We've persevered. We've succeeded. If that's not evidence that we don't have to resign ourselves to a particular reality, let that be it. We can change things. I am sure that those people in those fields in the old South, there were some that resigned themselves to that reality. And then there were people like Harriet. In Denmark and Gabriel and Nat. You understand what I'm saying? Right? We aren't we aren't made to resign ourselves to anything. And if some of us allow ourselves to live outside of the comfort and to take the risks, we don't know who else we might be liberating. Somebody is watching you, and they need you to fight the comfort. So that you can show them what it looks like. We need you to do that. We need you to do it. And if I can help you in any way, make sure you email me at drtip at tellemtiptoldyou.com. Now let me tell you what I've got coming up. So the seven day um, life coaching was about how to push the reset while we're in this social isolation period. Like, what are we doing to make ourselves come out of this a little bit better than we went into it? And so the seven days were designed to help us reflect on where we want to be and to create some um, practical strategies for getting there, right? I want to go deeper, though. And so um, during the first week of May, I haven't decided on a particular date yet. But during the first week of May, I'm going to have a live webinar class on how to create a strategic plan for coming out of this better. Right. We're going to use principles of Kwanzaa and principles of Ma'at to come out of this better than we went into it. You know, I believe that anything that we're doing should be culturally centered. And when we do that, it it just kind of aligns with our own desires and behaviors better. So we're going to use a lot of culture a lot of understanding of who we are culturally as a people to generate a strategic plan for how we can come out of COVID better than we went into it. So this free class is only going to be $27. I ain't trying to break the bank. Um, But if you are on my mailing list, that information will be coming out shortly. If you're not already on the mailing list, make sure you follow me on Instagram and you will be able to click the link in my bio to get to the mailing list. All right. I have enjoyed speaking with you today. If there is anything I can do for you, 
make sure you hit me up at Dr. Tip at TellEmTipToldYou.com. Do me a favor. Go ahead and share this episode with somebody else. And then go on iTunes and give us a good review. All right? Please show your girls some love. <laughs> I want y'all to have a beautiful rest of the day. Tell them Tip Told You. Bye. Today's episode of Tell Em Tip Told You is brought to you by the Freshman Boot Camp. The Freshman Boot Camp is an online course designed to help first-year college students make the adjustment to college life and be successful. You can learn more at www.pogueeducationalconsulting.com. We'll put a link in the show notes for you.